We are back with the 149th edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm really, really excited for this one. Um, joining me today is the brother of a fellow UFC fighter and also the cousin of PFL tournament winner, Ray Cooper. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce him. Here's Tristan Kamaka. Hey, man, how, how you doing? doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. No, thank thanks, for, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It, uh, it means a lot. I know... Uh, I know um, Kai reached out to me a little while ago, told me about you, told me you've got your big fight coming up. I want to talk a little bit about uh, that fight. How, how important is this to you? I mean, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's been a while. I'm excited to get started my own career, seeing a lot of family success, and we just all want to see everybody succeed in their own way, on their own path. And it's been a while, and it's exciting. I uh, just can't wait to get back in home, back in that cage, and lock the door. Man, it's uh, – the world right now is at a weird time with the pandemic and everything going on. I want to talk a little bit about that because where have you been? What have you been doing? Are you in Hawaii? Are you in Vegas? And are you back and forth? Where have you been throughout most of this pandemic? Um, Pandemic-wise, I've been going back and forth. I've been here late December to mid-January. Flew back home, spent some time with the family. I came back to Vegas to train with possible fights lined up in the beginning of March. And here we are today, beginning of April. And it's ready to get started. The pandemic really screwed things up, not just for me, for a lot, the whole world, but we gotta roll with how the life goes and take it, take it head on. Yeah, I mean, you're a little bit different than most because I mean, most don't have family members involved in the sport. Mm. You were, you know, everyone you know essentially fights. How important has it been to, to, to be around guys like your cousin Ray and Kai uh, throughout this entire thing? I wouldn't necessarily say important. I was actually more blessed, you know, to see what it takes to take it to the next level, what it takes to have a successful career in different organizations and how to go about mindset-wise, training, eating, sleeping. So I was more blessed to see and had a firsthand experience of what it takes on a big show level. So it wasn't necessarily important. I took it as a blessing to be around that and it is important what it is important to take it to the next level. You mean most guys when they go pro, they start off in local organizations. You know, these mm -hmm. the, these organizations no one's heard of, whether it be in Hawaii or, mm -hmm. or locally in California, you went straight to LFA. What went behind mm -hmm. that decision to be like, you know what, this is the biggest organization that I could sign with right now. What was the decision to go with LFA? Um, so part of the local shows, I've been doing that since I was a young kid before growing up in the Super Bowl back in Hawaii. That like, Yeah, guys, Rob Lawler coming to Hawaii playing in those. So that was something that I went through my whole life. Um, Signing with LFA was more of a blessing that we were just trying to take anything that comes. So like you go back to the pandemic, it's hard right now for just promoters to even put on the show. And we were just lucky enough that LFA reached out to us like, hey man, we, we, we're actually reaching out to anybody. We just wanna, we, we just wanna compete. We're not trying to call anybody out. We're not trying to, we just wanna compete. And we were just lucky enough that LFA contact, contacted me and my team and, and that's how that rolled, and we just we're just blessed to have that day came aboard with us in trying to fulfill that we just want to be around the sport, compete. That's all. 
I want to talk a little bit about that because your fight's coming up here. It's later this month. How are you feeling uh, with the pandemic and, and, you know, a lot of not ideal training? How are you feeling just a few weeks out? I feel good. You know, like I made a transition from home to Vegas. Uh, not, nothing was wrong at home. I love the family. love the training. My people back home. It just, it was being in Vegas made it more accessible, accessible to what we're trying to accomplish. Like it goes back to the pandemic again. It's harder for, we understand the hard, it's harder for promoters to get a guy from Hawaii to their show. And we just believe that going to these shows is more easier travel training wise from Vegas. Nothing was wrong at home. Training wise, family wise, it's just, it's more easier to get out from Vegas. And it really seems like Vegas, it really seems like Vegas is just another Hawaiian island at this point. Like Brad, oh, yeah. Kai, there's so many guys from Hawaii there in Vegas. Uh, you know, I, the first day I, I left home I, and I walked into the gym in Vegas, it's like all the guys that you know from back home, we just transition here. And it just makes it easier transition, you know, like sparring partners, like helping each other on a certain technique. It just made it easier. And just the language, the culture makes it easier that when we go to it with other guys, you feel more comfortable then. So it just, it is, it is another island for us. And just I want to talk, lucky for us. I want to talk about the balance because for the past few years, you've been focused on school and football. Yeah. What's it been like balancing, you know, uh, high level football with MMA training? Uh, so I started my career football career at uh, NAIA school. Coaches back then did not know that I would leave for the weekend and fight. So that, that I did a couple of those, uh, but as you move up in level of play and division, you're not able to do that. You got to focus your time, effort, all in your craft at that time. And uh, when I moved to a division one school, that's what happened. I had to focus on that and it was an opportunity of a lifetime you know not many people get to play college football and being from hawaii it, you when you grew up going to the, the, the university of hawaii football game it, it, it's big time growing up at that time yeah. so it was a dream come true for myself as far as I, athletically for my football career and it's something i had to roll with and take the opportunity and now that that opportunity was seized we're here now trying to make the most of the next opportunity of career choice and try to make the best of it. What was the, uh, I mean, obviously you've been fighting your whole, your whole career, but when you look at, at football and, and, and now transitioning to becoming a full-time mixed martial artist, what's the hardest thing to transition from one to the other? Oh, my gosh, easy. I think conditioning and everything, every fighter would say conditioning is different in every sport and it's not, and fighting Fighting conditioning is something that you have to prepare for. It's not like you can play football your whole life and in your first fight and not have to train for it. That is something that I think has to be worked for. It's not just something that can be in you. And it's proven with fights. Each fight is proven who can, who who did their work. And it's just, and sometimes it makes or breaks fights. That's all. It, I think that's the biggest transition conditioning wise you can never be out of the door i would not say you can never think you're prepared for to be conditioned coming from a different sport you think in the wrong mindset yeah 
Eric Nixig also has a football background. Was that was that mm-hmm. key? Was that key when you went to there? Like being able to 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 have someone who's kind of went through the same thing. Obviously, he's never fought, but he trains. But uh, and he also competed as a football player. It, was that part of your decision to go there as well? Uh, that's part of it. You know, he was he, he's a coach that you're easy to get conversate with. Easy, you know. We actually didn't start off talking about. Uh, fighting when we I first walked through talking about hey when when we gonna get together and throw a football and he'll say that too he's like hey man the first thing he said me hey man we're gonna spin it and in my head I'm thinking spin it like I should MMA coach then he, then he talked then we when we talked more talking about throwing a football he had that football background to me he got a football body as far as like a defensive body so he was very he's very when you come from a different sport you're able to talk about different things and not just have MMA on your mind 24 seven. So yeah, he definitely made it easier because when you come from this, that background like football, there's things you talk about like games, hey man, hey, do you know this guy? Do you know this guy? And it just rolls down and just makes it easier to conversate gel together. Yeah, for sure. I think I think he's one of the best coaches in the game and, and not just mm-hmm. coaches. I think he's just such a nice human being. Oh, good um, guy, yeah. Yeah, all, all in all. And uh, I'm glad that that's where you ended up because I think that's probably, in my opinion, the best gym right now uh, mm-hmm. is Extreme Couture. Um, I want to talk about your 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 brother as well as your cousin because they have fights coming up too. Mm-hmm. And it really is a family business for you guys. How important mm-hmm. is it not just for you to succeed because I know your fight's important, but Kai mm-hmm. and Ray as well. Do you feel like mm-hmm. if one of them lose or one of you guys lose, it feels like a loss regardless? Uh, we definitely feed off each other, you know, one loses and one feels more, not more pressure, but like, I would say mad, but in a sense, like, we feel like we let somebody down say, I, I got you, you know, I'm gonna get this one. And the same thing as a win, like, yes, that's my family, you know, I, my turn, let's go get this one. So it's, it's the family business, it's weird, like, you know, it's not many, you have brothers in the sport, you have, you have cousins, but this is, Brothers and cousins, everybody, aunties, uncles, dads, you know, brothers. It's so it's unique in a way, and it just we feed off each other. Win or lose, you you're gonna get the best of us in a way that it's gonna feed off the next person, and you might in a way feel bad for the next person because like he's coming off a high, just watching it because he's probably shadow boxing while he's watching mine. I'm gonna be shadow boxing while I'm watching his type of thing. So it's. It's it's unique. Yeah, for sure. It's been a while since we've seen you uh, competitively. What can people expect from you who maybe haven't seen your prior fights? Um, The elevation of my game. Uh, I was young back then, definitely. At at that time, um, at this time of growing now, I try different things, what really fits, what's making me better, my style. And back then, I didn't want to try different things. Like I felt like, oh, this is my thing. I'm gonna try and just try and kill guys, and and I gotta be more methodical now and get things, be more patient, things like that. Be more, give different looks. It's not necessarily in that fight. It's for the future fight. You know, who's watching, who's next, type of thing. What is the ultimate goal? I mean, you you see your civil or you see your family going in different directions. You know, mm-hmm. one's in PFL, one's in UFC. Do you feel like you got to go dominate Bellator, or does it really matter to you? Do you just kind of want to see where this uh, road takes you? Um, because it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me. You know, at the end of the day, 
wherever it takes me, it takes me, but I just, I just want to be the best athlete, mixed martial artist that I can be myself. Now, I mean, I may take me to the biggest show possible, but I'll live with it that I, that I lived up to my best potential and I can live with that. And if it takes me to a, a big place, I'm going to roll with it, take seize the opportunity and go from there and be happy. But um, there's no end big show, you know, I just want to be the best, reach my potential as a mixed martial arts and display that to the world, be able to perform, compete is what makes me happy. I wanted to ask one last question. Um, as, as a fan of the sport, the one thing I noticed about all Hawaiian fighters is, is their toughness. Where does that mm -hmm. come from? As someone from the outside who's like, why are they all tough? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I can't think of one that isn't. You know, whether it's Yancey Medeiros, Max mm -hmm. Holloway, Brad Tavares, Kai, you guys are all tough. Where, where does that come from? I think just growing up in that state, you know, we, you, you, that, that's, in some parts, we, that's, fighting on the street is plain. That's our way of passing time, like, sparring, like, Oh, got nothing to do with a spar, and it may not be in the gym. It might just be outside, barefoot, no shirt. You know, slap boxing, like you know, it's just like it is something that's in us that we we will go down swinging, go down trying, and it, growing up from there, that's just something that's in you. Like you can't even describe it. Like oh, I'm gonna get this one, like. Even if we lose or go down, we can go down swinging. It's gonna be hard. Like, you may have got this this one, but we'll come back harder, better. It's just that mindset that you grew up with living there. I love that. I mean, I, I'm from Canada, so we we don't really have that here. We have we have guys who fight, but most of us don't. We just kind of like sit yeah. back and like, all right, I don't want to get involved in that fight. But it's it's crazy because I mean, Kai said the exact same thing, and and same with Ray. They're like, this is what we do. Like, this is fun for us, whether yeah, it's. It, it, yeah. Random guy or a cousin, it doesn't matter. We're fighting. It's so weird. Yeah, this, to me. this is just what we do. Like we just what we we love it. I mean, the Hawaiians grew up fighting for their land, and, it, and to us, this is just, this fighting is our joy, for our pride, and, you know, for our family. Like we we not necessarily want to make our name fighting, but this is just what we love to do. We just love to fight. I love that. It's it's so weird to me still, but I, I love that. Um, is there anyone you want to uh, to, to thank or, or uh, social media that you'd like to plug before we end it? Um, I just keep it simple, my family. You know, there's so many people to name, but I, once I say family, they know, they know who they are, and I just can't thank them enough because it's definitely, it's been a long journey for both me and them, and Gonna, at some time, point is going to pay off, and just want to thank them for sticking along for the ride, you know. All right, man. Well, thanks again for the time. I, I really appreciate it, and best of luck, man, as always. You. Uh, for you, Kai, Ray, I've uh, I've known Kai and Ray for a little while now, and uh, mm -hmm. I always support – I feel like part of me is Hawaiian. I've interviewed all of you guys, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate it uh, that you took the time to, to jump on. Yeah. Uh, thank you. All right, man, best of luck and stay safe. Thank you. You too. All right, there you have it, Tristan Kamaka. Uh, be sure to check out his fight on LFA. I think it's LFA 104, uh, but he's he's an exciting fighter. And uh, if, if, if you've watched Ray Cooper fight or you've watched Kai Kamaka fight, 
He's just another version, and it's going to be great, and I can't wait to watch his debut. If you guys haven't yet, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys next time.